Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take Six, a massive podcast about the massive changes in media and how digital influencers are controlling the landscape. I am Duke McKenzie. Today, we're going to do a deep dive into what is the true definition of an influencer and how everyone, including yours truly, is not using the word influencer properly. Words matter, everybody. Now let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a very big confession to make. And I want you all to listen up very, very closely. I am a hypocrite. I am part of the problem. Because I'm running around the country talking to anyone in the marketing ecosystem that will listen about influencers. Because I believe that influencers are the most important thing that is happening in media right now. Why? Here are a few quick facts. Americans spend two and a half hours every day consuming influencer content. Most of the purchasing decisions that Americans now make are based on what influencers recommend. That is what 60% of millennial consumers tell us. And I'm spreading the word across the nation to anyone that will listen. I'm talking to anyone and everyone, but I'm especially talking to members of the marketing ecosystem. I'm talking to agency executives. I'm talking to brand executives. I'm talking to PR executives. I'm talking to them about influencers. Using the word influencers to describe game-changing digital first talent that literally is blowing up the media landscape. So YouTubers, Instagram personalities, video game personalities, etc. But here's the thing, everybody. Words matter. Words provide context. Words provide clarity. And clarity provides comprehension. Words matter. And that is why I'm forced to raise the issue of the industry's flippant use of the word influencer. And that is why I'm forced to raise the issue of my flippant use of the word influencer. I'm forced to raise the issue that I'm a hypocrite because I believe that the word influencer is a horrible word to use to describe digital first talent. But yet, I use that word all the time. I use it all the time. Please allow me to explain. We are in a very interesting time where anyone with a social media megaphone is being called an influencer. So we are now in a situation where the same word, influencer, is used to describe the Honorable Congresswoman from the 14th District of New York, Ms. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The same word, influencer, is used to describe the number one family arts and craft YouTube sensation Mariah Elizabeth with over 3 million subscribers. The same word, influencer, is used to describe popular fashion supermodel Gigi Hadid. Athletes, actors, models are all being lumped in with YouTubers, Instagrammers, gamers, like they're all the same. And they are not all the same. One of my favorite movie stars is The Rock. Look, I love The Rock. I've watched every movie. Jumanji, dope. Furious 7, wonderful. The Mummy Returns, 100% all me. I was a fan of his during his WWE days. I can smell what The Rock is cooking. I follow him in on Instagram with his 145 million subscribers. I've unsuccessfully tried his workout program three times. I love The Rock. A few weeks ago, on an interview, I think I heard it on uh, CNBC, one of the Under Armour marketing team members said that they work with great influencers like The Rock. 
Words matter, ladies and gentlemen, and I love The Rock. The Rock is a star. The Rock is amazing. The Rock is dope. But The Rock is not an influencer. Our lazy use of vocabulary lumps everyone together under one category. And that's just wrong. And some of you may be listening to my ranting and asking, why does it matter? It matters because by using a sloppy definition of the word influencer, we are not capturing the essence of what influencers really are. And especially if you work in the marketing ecosystem, and especially if you work at an agency, especially if you work in a brand, especially if you work in PR, by defining influencers properly, it permits you to make better decisions. By defining influencers properly, it helps you anticipate trends, allowing you not just to take advantage of opportunities, but to actually create them. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to give you the Duke McKenzie definition of influencer. Someone known for who has built an audience around her use of social media platforms as her primary means of creative expression. An influencer might do other things. They may public speak. They may write a book. They may develop a clothing line. However, their day job centers around independently producing unique content for their platform, such as YouTube, Instagram, DLive, TikTok, Twitch. You pick the platform. Meaning, your average Hollywood star isn't an influencer. Everybody, I have a preteen daughter, and we started watching Pretty Little Liars on Netflix. That's our show. Now, I get a lot of grief from this from my, my, from my friends, but they all laugh at me, but I don't give a damn. I think Pretty Little Liars is dope. I think it's riveting, and it's me and my daughter's jam. We love the show. One of the stars of the show is an incredibly talented actor by the name of Lucy Hill. Lucy Hill is not only incredibly talented, she has 23.4 million Instagram followers. But ladies and gentlemen, Lucy Hale is not an influencer, not by my definition, not by the Duke McKenzie definition of influencer. Why? Sure, she has a strong and highly engaged fan base, but Lucy Hale is an actor first. Being an actor is her day job. Her creative focus is the craft of portraying characters someone else has imagined. Lucy Hale doesn't spend her days developing cool content using Instagram. Rather, she leverages her digital presence to build a connection with her fans to support her acting career, which is good for her. A real influencer starts with digital. Let me talk to you about a very talented and wonderful internet personality named Marzia. Marzia is a reflective, introspective creative who, since 2011, has used the internet to build a passionate community for her fans. Their fans have built this community and they call themselves Marzipans. They're a community of 5.9 million Instagram followers strong, and they look to Marzia for everything from makeup tips to home decor to advice. Since her first days as one of Instagram's most popular personalities, Marzia has written a novel, Marzia started an animated series. She's launched multiple fashion lines. She's co-founded a great fashion line called Suki Market. But what makes Marzia an influencer? Before Instagram, Marzia wasn't famous. People follow Marzia because she resonates with them. They value her contributions and creativity. Marzia is digital first. She is not popular because people watch her act on TV. They are part of her digital community. They are part of her movement. Why am I pointing this out? 
Why should you care if you work with digital-first personalities or an actor who has a social presence? Because, ladies and gentlemen, there are levels to this. Digital-first influencers, YouTubers, Instagrammers, streamers are on a different level, are on a different plane, are on a different universe. They do not have fans. They have communities. They are on a different level than social-savvy actors. They are on a different level than social-savvy athletes. They're on a different level than social-savvy models. Digital influencers are on a different level. Listen. 70% of American teenagers say they relate to digital-first creators, YouTubers, Instagrammers, more than traditional celebrities, so movie stars and models. 70% of them. Digital influencers are on a different level. 40% of millennials believe that their favorite YouTuber or Instagrammer understands them better than their friends. Digital influencers are on a different level. Consumers love stars, sure. But they relate to digital-first influencers. They listen to what digital-first influencers say. 60% of millennials would follow the advice on what to buy from their favorite digital influencer versus their favorite TV or movie personality. Digital influencers are just on a different level. So members of the marketing ecosystem, when you work with traditional celebrities as part of your influencer campaign, you are missing out. Movie stars have fans. Digital-first influencers have communities. Communities that support them and that support the brands that work with them. These communities do so because unlike traditional celebrities who are not relatable, digital creatives are accessible, relatable, and 100% real, offering actual connection. And that's what your consumers want. And that's what your brand needs. Digital influencers are just on a different level. Ladies and gentlemen, if I wasn't so lazy, what word would I use to describe digital-first talent instead of influencers? I'm still searching for the best name. A truer title might be digital-first independent creators. But that's a mouthful. And maybe it's too premature, seeing that we're just at the beginning of the influencer revolution and things are changing fast. What I do know is that words matter. Let me leave you with this last point. 70% of millennial consumers say that the best way to reach them is through their favorite digital first talent. So their favorite YouTuber, their favorite Instagrammer, their favorite streamer. You will need to recognize the difference between a digital celebrity and an influencer who has dedicated their life to build a rich, effective, and passionate community if you want to run successful marketing and influencer campaigns. There are levels to this. Social savvy traditional celebrities and digital first influencers who have communities, not fans, are simply not the same. They are different. And that's all I have for you today. Please don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. Thank you very much for listening to Take Six. I am Duke McKenzie. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>